Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. That are not as more prestigious for attorneys to feel supported and like people have. He refused saying, I'm here to do white collar. Yeah. I look just looking back and in relationship. So we're going to get started with this webinar. This is, in my opinion, a really important webinar for interviewers. I think if you understand what I'm going to talk about today, it could definitely change the direction of your career. Uh, I know of several uh, people uh, that I've coached and interviews that have, many have been on like 10 interviews and no job, others have been on 20 and no job. Some people came to me unemployed and had no job after a, a period of time. So this, and this is not just for people that aren't able to get jobs. This is a way to completely distinguish yourself in interviews more so than anybody else and, and get jobs where you never thought you would. This can get you jobs in firms that are not as more prestigious than you're at. It can get you jobs at, and this is really the, what I'm going to teach you is how people get jobs at even better firms than they believe they're capable of. And let me just grab something here. I'm sorry. Okay, so this can help you get positions at firms that are even more prestigious than you're at. It can help you get positions at, at pretty much any place you interview. So whether or not you're interviewing with a law firm or in-house or the government, this is, in my opinion, could be one of the more important lessons that you ever learn about how to get jobs. And not only does this talk to you about how to get jobs, but it talks, you, it talks about what you need to do to stay employed, the things that the most successful attorneys do that others don't things that you can do to get clients. So these reasons are really fundamental to everything that you may want to do that you're trying to achieve when you have, when you're trying to get a job. So I, I really like this webinar. I, this is the first time I presented it. And again, it's changed so many careers once, once you realize the stuff I'm going to talk about, and it can really just make a, a huge difference in all around. And I apologize for just talking so much about how important this is, but these reasons are extremely important. So one of the things that's important to understand, this is very important, and it's something you should always remember. If someone invites you into an interview, they've already seen your experience on your resume. They know pretty much that you can do the position based on what you've written on your resume. And it's, it's not like you're coming in and they're asking you to explain your resume. They already know what it is. The other thing that's important, and they may ask questions about it just to make conversation, but pretty much they know that. And then another thing I just want to bring to everyone's attention, when someone brings you an interview, they actually really want to hire you because they're taking time to talk to you. They think your resume looks good. So it's often, most often the things you say in the interview and how you portray yourself in that interview. And these five questions are really going to get into that. And when people reject you after an interview, they'll usually say things like your experience is not right, or we found some, they'll give you reasons like that, that don't really say much. And, and rarely what happens, most of the time, what happens when you don't get a job after an interview is you're being disqualified by the things I'm going to talk about today. And that's really what's happened. Recruit, uh, law firms will ghost you. They won't talk. They'll give you weird reasons. But these are almost always blowing. These five things are really the reasons that uh, you don't get jobs. And so this is what I'm going to talk about right now. And again, I would take notes if you have them. I would write this stuff down. I would think about the ways that you may have done this improperly in the past. So the first one that is extremely important is, will this attorney support me and have my back? That's really the question 
that people are asking. They want to make sure that you will basically support them, meaning you're going to protect them, you're going to do what they want to do, want you to do, and then you're not a threat to them, basically. And both associates that you're interviewing are asking that. So the associates are asking, does this person look like they'll make me look good or are they a threat? And partners are also uh, asking that as well. One of the things that's important to understand about law firms and attorneys is that when you're an attorney, all these people are constantly coming at you. The, the courts are coming at you. If you're a corporate attorney, the other side is coming after you. Every, everyone's undermining you, including people in your own firm. That's what's so scary. So this is a really hard job being an attorney. Uh, you have clients, you have opposing counsel, you have all these people uh, that are coming after you and making you feel threatened. And and because of that, a lot of attorneys feel like they're very much alone. They feel that they are, it's threatening to them, to, that there's some threats, that no one's got their back. And so this is really how they feel. And imagine if you're an attorney, you would feel that, you probably feel that way too. If you're a solo practitioner, your clients aren't paying you. If you're a law firm attorney, you're a threat of losing your job. You're all these different things. And so attorneys uh, feel very much alone. And just because of that, you may, if you work in a law firm, uh, you'll see that the attorneys get very close to their secretaries or paralegals or younger attorneys, if they're an older attorney, because they want to feel, they want to feel supported. And it's extremely important and to be supported. And so I'll talk a little bit more about that. But one of the things that's very difficult for attorneys is not all, but most of them don't get into law school. They wanted to, they may, some of them do, some of them don't, but they, it's very competitive. And uh, a lot of very few attorneys often get into the best law firms they want to. Their clients are not always happy with them. They're often undermined by their peers, meaning your people you're working with aren't really, especially at your level, are not out always to make you look good. A lot of attorneys, especially in this economy, are laid off or fired. So you're always worried about your job and you're always worried about being humiliated in front of your colleagues. This is really, it's really competitive. And, and there's always people in firms, especially in large firms that are trying to undermine you and, and make you look bad. I, I saw, it was incredible um, that the, really it's partners a lot of times that, that are even more under scrutiny. I saw a partner not too long ago, I was talking to at a large law firm in New York and he, people said he drank too much at a party. He got into a taxi and fell down and they, and he was in front of a bunch of other partners. And suddenly, because they thought he drank too much, his position was at risk and everyone kept bringing it up. And they, people don't feel that kind of stuff makes people insecure. And being an attorney with all the rejection and the difficulty of getting into the places you want and all these things create a lot of insecurities. And a lot of attorneys feel very unprotected and very much alone. And because it's just the way the profession works. And even if you become successful for a lot of attorneys, you still feel that way. I read stories all the time. I run into people all the time, very successful attorneys that have drug problems and, and things. And then they can't get along with their spouses because they're conflicting or tired when they get home. And even the more successful you are, the more this is likely to happen. I talk to partners all the time that, that retire because they just can't deal with their colleagues. And so it, anyway, so just to give you like the reason for this, lawyers are not always, they don't feel supported. They don't feel 
the people have their back. And it's very difficult. They, they need that. And you would need that. And you need that. So this is extremely important for attorneys to feel supported and like people have their back. And all you need to do is look, in most cases, at the relationship that attorneys may have with secretaries, with paralegals and other stuff and how, excuse me, in, that, in those relationships, they don't always feel, they feel more supported and more the people that those people will not come after them. It's a better relationship many times than with other attorneys. And so if you are able to make other people in your firm, including associates, including junior associates l- lower than you, including partners and so forth in interviews, but also in your job, you're almost always never going to lose a job. You're almost never going to not get a job. And you're also never going to have too many issues getting clients and advancing if people believe you have their back. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. So I want to just bring up a few points and go off track a little bit here. One of the things that law school breeds, that that, um, that being a, an attorney breeds, is this kind of fascination and not fascination, but allegiance to your ego, meaning I need to protect myself. I need to, how does this make me look? I need to be better than this person. I need to do this. But really the whole sea change is when you have someone else's back. And that's just a different way of thinking. It's how that people teach things in the Bible and Judaism and Islam. And a lot of the stuff when you let your ego go, and then you're able to care for others and make them feel taken care of, your whole life changes and your whole career will change. I'm not saying you'll never get laid off or there's not enough work, but if you believe that your purpose is to support others, including clients and making people feel good, then you're in in really good shape. So just again, like I said, when the law firm invites you in for an interview, they want to hire you. And the best law firms are really the best law firms because of the quality of the people working there, meaning the way attorneys think about business, their educational qualifications, and all this sort of things, and the type of people that they're giving work to. And a law firm, if they hire improperly, meaning they don't hire the right type of people, then they're in trouble. And because the only product a law firm has, if you think about it, the only thing it's selling are the people working there. And and it's a law firm hires the wrong people, then there's a lot of trouble. So one of the things I also say that's very important, and I want you to make sure that you understand, is when you go into interviews, your only job is to get the interview. If they say something about compensation you don't like, you don't, you just agree with it. You don't say anything and you act 
nice. If they say something about the culture you don't like, you don't, you just be nice. If they say something about the hours you don't like, because you need to get, you want to get every uh, interview and turn it into a job, even if it's not a job you'll take, because you can often be very surprised by things you learn, not just in interviews, but after you get the job and they ask questions. And so in this rule, I'll talk about in a lot more detail, but many the attorneys that are able to understand this rule of supporting others really go into interviews and get just about every job they apply for. They rarely, they really don't get jobs. And they walk into interviews and they're like, they talk about what can I, how would I help? How would I, what would my biggest contribution have? What do you need? What are you looking for? I want to be committed. I want to help and all that sort of thing. And so the number one characteristic of the people who get the most jobs, and again, I'm talking about five different things here, but is that they seem like they'll support the interviewer, that the interviewer feels that pe- person will help them, make them look good, all this sort of thing, because most attorneys don't feel that. If you come across in a different way, meaning you start questioning compensation, you start asking questions about negative things you've heard, you start you don't make eye contact with the interviewer. You don't make the interviewer feel good about themselves and like you're going to help them. You don't, there's so many things that go into this, but these are some of the most important things. You need to show up for an interview and be eager and excited and and act like you, you're a team player, all these sorts of things. So here there's a question of what does it mean to support the interviewer? Different types of people are you're going to, in an interview, you'll encounter different types of people. You'll often encounter people that if you're not a nerd, that are are very nerdy seeming, or if you are a nerd, even more nerdier than you. And these people know how others see them. They know that they're like that, and they know that people think that of them. And then sometimes there's attorneys that are the opposite. They may have great social skills and they may not be nerdy, but sometimes they don't have the same intellect. So they're insecure about that. So everyone has insecurities. Just think about yourself. There's tons and tons of insecurities. And what happens with people is they go around um, all closed up and, and protecting themselves from negative comments and avoiding situations where there's like that. And, and so you need to understand that everyone out there, including you, including the most successful attorneys may have issues and and be insecure about things. Sometimes successful attorneys may have had some bad things in their background. Sometimes people might be self-conscious about height and weight, and but everyone has insecurities. But basically when it comes down to it, everybody out there wants to feel accepted, loved, cared about. You too. You want to, sometimes attorneys become attorneys because they want recognition from their parents, or they want to prove something that they're more worthy than they were when they were younger. And so people are going through life very insecure, but wanting to feel like they're loved, accepted, cared about. And that's often the greatest gift you can give that you can give someone. And so everybody's looking for people to support them. You're looking for family members to support you. If family members don't support you, you cut them off. You're looking for significant others that support you. If they're not supporting you and going against you by who knows what, then that's going to hurt you too. You want to be like the person you want to be loved and cared about. And you want people to see the positive in you and not point out the negative. Or you want people to see the positive in your firm and not point out the negative. You want people to feel like you're they're excited. You're excited about them. You're excited about the job. And so if you come across as someone that's going to support your interviewers, 
and not someone who's looking for support, meaning your ego needs to be popped up by salaries, by prestige, by the type of work you're getting, then you can, you'll be in trouble. I can think of so many freaking sorry, cases of people destroying their career by not supporting the firm. So I had one case where a attorney was at a, a big firm and he was hired to do, he said when he was hired, he wanted to do white collar work. And the firm said, okay, to the extent we have it, we'll put you on it. So then he got there and they put him on some white collar work and then they didn't have any more. So then they said, he said, I'm here to do white collar work. And then they said, we don't have any. So he take this commercial litigation and he refused. He refused saying, I'm here to do white collar work. And because of that mistake, he, the firm uh, let him go probably after a month or so. And he did the same thing with interviews. He said, I don't want to do only white collar work. That's all I want to do. And it got, and this is someone that went to a top five law school, really good background. And and for the next 20 years, he's been working as a contract attorney because he's just out for himself and what he wants and no one will hire him. So you have to be going to interviews and look like you're malleable. Meaning if you need help in this other area, I'm here to do it. If you need me to do this, I'm happy to do it. This is what you need. And if you don't, if you go into an interview and you act, you're not going to, you're not going to tolerate not getting certain types of work. You're not going to tolerate getting certain hours. You're not going to tolerate have whatever, uh, not having seniority on, on things. So what, what does support mean? So I was working with a girl from Yale Law School not too long ago, and she'd gone to, she worked at Sullivan and Cromwell and then left there uh, because she took a job in, in Silicon Valley with a firm. And she got to that firm and they were giving her work that she thought was beneath her, meaning they were giving her responsibilities that she may have no longer had to do at Sullivan and Cromwell. So the same thing happened. She decided that she was better than the work and, and refused to do work at a lower level and lost a job. Someone from Yale Law School. People don't want to hire uh, people that won't support them. People do not want to hire anyone that makes them feel uncomfortable. And, and so your ability is really going to, to, to succeed is going to be based on how much the interviewer believes you're going to support them. Even with clients, just to back up a second, if you have a client, the way attorneys get clients to pay them for things is they come in and they're like, oh, we do things this way and we can save you money. We do the work efficiently. We have all this experience. And so they basically come in and they tell the, most clients that they can save them money, that they do things in a certain way, that they think they have a really good chance of winning, even if they don't, all these sorts of things to, to make the client feel support. And when someone's interviewing, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for someone that they feel is going to help them and make them look good. Partners, if they're hiring partners, they want to hire partners that they believe will collaborate and do well. They want to have others on their side. They want to feel like other, the people that they're hiring have their back. If they make mistakes, the, the attorney's not going to make them feel bad about it. Um, all these sorts of things about having someone's back are just incredibly important. The, I, I've seen cases where someone was at the, the very top of their class, at the top three law school and is at a job and they get an assignment and they go and they say, I'm not doing this assignment because you can do it more efficiently this way. And it's for a partner that's basically trying to get a big bill out to their uh, clients and then don't do it and then get fired like six months into the job. So this whole support 
um, is important. And a lot of people, firms, have a difficulty uh, finding that support. So people will join big law firms all over the country, and they'll be immediately they'll tune out pretty quickly and not be fully engaged because they want to go in-house or they start searching for jobs or they're unhappy, and then that support goes away. When you're an attorney and you're hiring people, you never know who you can trust. Attorneys will go on. It's interesting. This is just an aside. I remember this big firm, they monitored all the websites that people looked at. And I don't know, I don't review this website really anymore, but they, that they said that anybody that's ever spent time in above the law has never made partner. So I don't know there's the connection, but what he was essentially saying was, and I just took that and I don't know if it's true or not, but it seems weird. But the idea was, is that people that are looking for negativity, that are concerned about all this stuff are really, it becomes a more ego-centered thing where they're not necessarily for the firm. Uh, I don't quite agree with his logic, but at the same time, uh, the idea is that when you're concerned about what other things support in your employer, meaning that is really where you don't you stop advancing. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. I was, when I was a couple months into my first uh, legal job after a clerkship, I was asked to an assignment for this very difficult partner who has since gone to prison, which is funny. He quit the law firm, but I got, he did this assignment and, 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 and it didn't make any sense. I was a few months into the job and he was very vague and cryptic about the assignment. I told a mid-level associate about this and she started telling me how difficult it was to work with a partner told me I needed to cover my back and write down and document everything he did that, and the partner could not be trusted. And at some point she reached into her, she had a bag because she'd stopped by my office on the way to leaving work. And she showed me this list of, by date of all the slights, imagined slights and the things that were, that she had received during her time at the firm. And she literally spent all this time. This she was a Harvard Law School graduate, very accomplished on paper, but she'd written down everything wrong that ever been said to her, every rumor, and all these things that had happened to her at the firm. And but she was someone that the law firm didn't like. They didn't consider her good at the job. And then a few months after this, she was asked to leave after making a catastrophic error in an assignment. But the assignment. But the thing was, is that people make errors all the time. So if she had been someone that had dedicated her time and her mind to, to doing a good job and not making these sort of errors, she would have probably been okay because I've seen other people make serious errors. And this error was just basically forgetting to attach a document to some sort of thing submitted to the court. And because of that, they had to fight to fix it. And But this is just how it is. And But the idea is that what I've witnessed time and time again, when it comes to getting jobs and keeping jobs, 
law firms always want to avoid people who are against them. I saw something else happen in a firm once. I was in a, a meeting with a bunch of summer associates and attorneys, and someone got up that was head of the pro bono committee, and he seemed like he was respected the firm. People were nice to him, other partners, and he got up and said that our firm has the lowest pro bono hours of any firm in New York, and this is horrible, and there's not really pro bono opportunities here. And he did this in front of the people that were on the management committee. And then literally during the summer, he was just, I saw him being yelled at and people being very unpleasant to him. And I'm sure that it changed the direction of his time in the firm. If you feel against, if the firm feels you're against them and you're not on the team, you're not supporting each other in the team, then you often don't do very well. Yeah, you know, I'm going to make something, make a statement about something, but it's not necessarily a kosher thing to say. A lot of times people that were in fraternities, sororities, and other types of groups where you're supposed to be you're loyal to your sisters or loyal to your brothers and that sort of thing. And that's enforced and you're living with people. Though sometimes that sort of attitude that's bred from that can actually have do people can do well because you your people feel supported that you're my brother and my sister, all those sorts of things. People on sports teams. Um, that, that have athletics in their background often do very well. So it's just, you have to have allies. People need to uh, think that you're behind them and, and that will help you do a lot. Most of the problems that I have, I look just looking back and in relationships and in my career and all sorts of other things are because people felt I didn't support them. Employers may have felt I didn't support them. Law firms are the, just people that I've had bad interactions with it's generally, if you look back in your interactions, it's generally because someone that you were talking to or dealing with didn't feel you supported them. Whether it's, I remember so many examples. I remember my, I have some best friends and my best friend in fourth grade, my best friend when I graduated from, when I was in law school in the firm, after the firm, both of those people Basically, the relationships ended when they found out that I said something negative about them behind their back. And it, when it got back to them, I lost two best friends. And I remember in fourth grade, it was very difficult because not only lose a best friend, but this guy wanted to fight me all the time, and which wasn't pleasant. It was funny in retrospect. But people take it very seriously when they find out you talk negative about them or you're not supporting them. They just don't like it. And, and it ruins relationships. And so you need to be very careful. One time I was working in a country club and it was a valet and I was standing next to another valet who was a little more senior for me. This is when I was, I think, in, I don't know, it doesn't matter when, but I was talking to a senior valet and she asked me what I thought of my boss. And I didn't realize at the time that she was actually close with the boss. I told her that I had some problems with him. One of the things he did was I remember on the 4th of July, the club was just bursting with people and I had hundreds of dollars in tips. And he basically came up to me and said, give me all the money, which I thought was pretty mean. And so I talked about that. And, but the next morning, after I said the negative things about him, he actually called my mother and told her I was fired for talking behind his back. And, and so the woman went straight to him. And just because he found out I was talking negatively about him behind his back and not supporting him, he let me go. And interestingly enough, when you're in a law firm and if you're gossiping excuse me, about people and they see, they believe you are and they can see it, and you're just talking to people that they know are negative, 
that can definitely hurt you and you'll be considered on the side of people that are negative. Excuse me, I don't know what's wrong with my voice right now, but there, there were plenty of people, was, the valet job was good, plenty of people would be hungry to replace me. And then and I'm just, I have so many examples of this. I'll just keep telling you a few because I, I want you to understand how serious this is when people don't think you have their back. And I'm going into a little bit of detail here because I want you to think about examples maybe in your own life and things you've done. That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.